you're listening to the Business of Branding podcast. If you are a creative female entrepreneur ready to connect with more of those heck yes clients, build an irresistible brand, and allow growing your business to feel easier than ever before, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Nikki Arnsman, a brand designer and strategist, a mama, and a little bit of a serial entrepreneur. On this podcast, I share all the strategies, tips, and lessons learned that have helped me build and scale an aligned business. My hope is that the content here will inspire you to go out and do the same for yourself. Welcome to this week's episode of the Business of Branding podcast. I'm here with Melanie Hurley. I'm so excited to introduce you to Melanie and her business, Piggy Paint. She started in 2008 when her girls were two and four. She's a former teacher. And for the past 13 years, she's been on a mission to create non-toxic, fun, premium products that are completely safe for kids. Uh, Piggy Paint is sold in stores in 15 countries, including Target, Amazon, and over 2,000 retailers. So for all of you listening who have product-based businesses or you're thinking about starting a product-based brand, um, tune in. I'm sure we're going to have a lot of amazing stuff to chat about, Melanie. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. Me too. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, um, I feel like I want to know like everything about you because I, (laughs) like I said, before we started recording have been, um, using Peggy paint and I found it on Amazon. I was like, not, I need non-toxic polish for Coral, my daughter and, uh, came across Peggy paint. And so we've been using it ever since then. So tell us about, how you got started. I know you were a teacher. What was, what was all that like then? Okay. So I was a teacher. I taught second grade and then a year of fifth grade. And then I decided to stay at home with my girls Mm -hmm. when they were little. And I just, um, I had zero business experience and just, I don't know. It just like, I kept feeling this tug, like, you know, I want to do something. What do I want to do? And one day I was painting my daughter's nails over a styrofoam plate and the polish dropped on, it bubbled, um, it ate through it. And I was just like, what are the chemicals in nail polish? So um, started doing some research and I really tried to find a non-toxic polish for my kids and I really couldn't find anything. And that was just like, okay, I'm sure that if other people are looking for it like me that I can do something with this. So that's really kind of my aha moment to get going. That's amazing. We always talk about like, I feel like as moms, especially, and just women, there's always like something that happens that you're like, this has to change, right? Like, or I can't be the only one, or why doesn't this exist? There's always like that aha moment. And we talk about that a lot around um, just like your brand story, right? And other, your customers, which are probably a lot of moms, um, being able to really kind of connect with that one, like, moment that happened and that for you like I would have felt the same way just about seeing it land on there and like bubble up on the plate like that can't be good especially <laughs> like I said like little kids are just their hands are in their mouth all the time they chew on their tears like all the things yeah and I um you know just even using regular nail polish I would get headaches from even if I had the window open and the fan on so there were just and my oldest she had a lot of skin sensitivities and allergies. So I was always, you know, really careful about what I was putting on her. So 
um, I figured that other people must be looking for it too. So I modeled everything just as me as a consumer. Yeah, that's the best way to go. I'm, I always tell my clients when they're struggling with, um, you know, identifying who their demographic is or who their ideal client is. I'm always saying the first thing to think about is like you a couple years ago or mm-hmm. like you, when you were experiencing whatever struggle that you, you know, in that moment, in that aha moment, like what, what were you going through? What were you thinking? Put yourself back in those shoes. And it's like nine times out of 10, always that version of you. That is the one that you're talking to. That's brilliant. (laughs) So true. So you obviously didn't have a background in product development. Um, So great. I want to make nail polish. Like, what do you do from there? Well, I just, I started researching and I found a scientist online and we got talking, had just, uh, you know, hours and hours of conversations um, on the phone and email and that's really, he had been working on a formula for a long time and it was perfect timing, you know, and I told him, I don't have any business experience. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to, you know, model it after I, what I would want. And, um, that's kind of where we went from there. I mean, even I remember drawing out our logo on it, on a napkin and I brought it to the YMCA when my daughter was doing gymnastics and I showed a few of my friends and they were kind of not impressed. And I remember that moment going, okay, so I think I'm just going to maybe keep this to myself. I'm going to do it without telling anybody and see where it goes. So I, I really just kind of kept it a secret until I launched and um, didn't really talk about it till we got going. Yeah. You are moving in silence. I like it. Yes. It's, I, it reminds me like, so I always, I'm having a funny moment internally right now that I feel like I want to share on here about how so I'm pregnant right now and everyone's like first it was like oh do you know what you're having do you know what you're having and you're like yeah I'm like I'm having a boy and then it's like do you have names picked out like and then it's like the next (laughs) thing and I you know I remember when I was pregnant with my daughter like I'm like, oh yeah, like I have these names and like, here's my list. And, and then it's like all the opinions from like, I have a big Italian family. So like all the opinions from my mom and my sister and like, you know, all these different people. And this time around, I'm like, oh no, like we haven't thought of any names yet. Like we're not there. But the funny thing that I'm having that's happening right now is whenever I talk about logos, specifically just like logo design, it's always like naming a baby, you know? I always say that because you, it's so, it's, it's like sacred and important and you want it to like look a certain way and feel a certain way and like make people think of like a certain thing. And I'm realizing now, like it's even more like that than I think it is because you do, it's like you're shielding it. You don't want to have like have opinions that maybe tear it down or, you know, don't. And then you're like, is everyone going to not like this? Is it not going to mean what I want it to mean? And it's just, that's a great analogy. That is, (laughs) that's crazy, but you're so right. Well, it's, you know, it is what it is, but it just, it's funny. Um, you know, the opinions do play a role when you are thinking of a business name or creating a logo or creating marketing material. And, you know, I think it's one of those things that you learn over time to like, as your team grows to be like open and receptive to what other people are thinking and feeling about what's being created. Um, 
especially a brand starts to kind of just take on like a life of its own. Um, yeah, I'm sure you've experienced that. How did you come up with piggy paint? Well, um, so my youngest love, this little piggy goes to the market, this little piggy goes home. So that's really where it came from. We just always called them little piggies. Um, so that's where piggy paint came from. Yeah. I love that so much. Okay. So how, like, I'm sure in the beginning, once you kind of got the ball rolling, I had a clothing line for a handful of years. So I know there was like so many ups and downs and, uh, you know, production stuff and manufacturing things and all these different variables that come into play. And similar to you, I didn't have a business background. So everything was new. Mm -hmm. Um, Every stage was new. And so I'm wondering if you had any moments where you were like, I'm done, like I'm throwing in the towel. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) So many, (laughs) so many. And even, you know, I think um, maybe something good about me is that my memory is very short. I tend to just move on and, you know, timelines are blurry. It's like, I remember feeling all these things, but um, I tend to be a little overly optimistic and, and move forward. So as I think back, it's like, it's just, you know, all those ups and downs have brought us to where we are now. And so, yeah. you know, I cherish them all, even though in moments, yeah, I, lots of tears and just feeling like we're done. And um, I think, even now, like I just have this sense of, um, because we have such a wonderful team and it's always, you know, feels like a big responsibility to just keep creating and keep coming up with new things to be able to be relevant and stay in business and, you know, just Mm -hmm. keep, keep all the jobs that we have now too. So. Yeah, that's so important. It's so true. As your team expands, it's like becomes more than just this, like, you know, one man show that it was, or one woman show at a certain point. Um, and now these other people are relying on you to stay inspired and stay motivated. Um, do you have anything that you do specifically or like any sort of like rituals or things when you are feeling that sense of like, it could be burnout, it could be exhaustion, it could be like overwhelm? Yeah, I think for me, I'm, I need to express myself creatively. Like that's, um, that's something that I've learned through my adulthood is, uh, you know, if I'm able to just take a step back, you know, because when you're in the office, it's a, it's a lot of issues that, you know, there's problems all the time. It's always something happening. Somebody's calling about this and that. And so just taking a step back for me is just really good to be able to um, step away for a little bit, try to be inspired and just be creative. And if I can have that outlet, um, it really helps my mindset. And I run, um, not, not as much as I should be this winter, but I uh, typically run every day just to be able to have that release too. And I think, you know, as you get older and know yourself better, it's just really important to find some things that um, help calm you down for mm-hmm. sure. Because I, I'm, I have a lot of energy and uh, <laughs> I'm ADHD and I, you know, I'm always here and there. And so, you, you know, finding those things just to relax, Melanie, relax and be inspired. (laughs) Yeah. Have you always been creative? Like when you were growing up, were you like creative? What was that like for you? I guess I didn't, I didn't realize it, but I guess I was, I mean, um, I always wore like mismatched socks and, Mm. you know, it's just kind of, I always felt so different than everybody else. And, you know, growing up in, 
a small rural community and um, just, I don't know, I just never feel like I, I really fit. So as I got older and accepted me, it kind of makes sense that I've, you know, I've always just been different and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> as a kid, it felt just so overwhelming and lonely sometimes, but mm-hmm. okay. It's now. so interesting that as you, as like we get older and you are like, thinking about the things that like excite you as an adult, um, especially if you've found yourself in a career that you love that allows you to express yourself and, um, and, and you think back and you're like, wow, what would it be like if I was like given the opportunity to really like, you know, explore that creativity in some capacity, like, you know, as a kid, but you know, then you're raising your own children and you're thinking like, I'm always like looking for ways to like do that for her. And it's funny because you, there are also all of these like societal norms or things that, and school and all this stuff that you, I realize as an adult now, and as a creative person, like how suppressed someone's creativity could be in the normal structure of just everyday life if you don't actively try to like you know let, let an opportunity for creativity be there um and I know now as like a mom I'm like always trying to find opportunity for my daughter Coral to like explore her creativity and see what's there and you know yes. and it's always just like you think back and it's just like color in the lines and do it this way. Like, <laughs> there's been times where I'm like, why are you mixing all of the paint like that? You know, like it's, and you're like, why is this making me so like I'm struggling in this art project we're doing right now. Yes. Yeah, you're right. But I yes, think like, I think that like little girls, especially, um, they all like have it in them in some way, shape or form, you know, if like just given the opportunity to like go down that path. So, and I feel like Piggy Paint does that. Um, It gives little girls, like aside from just like wanting something that's non-toxic and wanting something that's good and safe and fun. Um, I also think like uh, my daughter will like sit and play salon for like five hours. If I was like, <laughs> going to paint all her nails and it's like all her nails are all different colors. Um, so do you like turn to the girls to support you in your insp- inspiration and creative process now? Yes. I mean, everything with piggy paint was really had my girls in mind. I mean, I started it when they were two and four, they're 15 and 17 now, almost 16 and 18. So it's, um, they've really grown up with it and it, it's, you know, it's crazy to think the stages that they were in, I can look back and see why I developed certain things because that's what I was living in, in that moment. So, yeah. And I think just like you're saying about, um, the nail polish for creativity too. I mean, I was a teacher before and I think it's great. Um, you know, you can teach colors with nail polish. You can paint your, you know, your nails a certain color and find all the things in the room or where you're going that are that same color. You know, you can teach patterns and I just, yeah, you can make rainbow nails. Mine are always color, but yeah, it's definitely fun. You have like 30 employees, right? Your team has grown. Your dad works for you. Don't you have a handful of like retirees that are on yes. everything? Yes. So, wait, I want to hear more about the team and how that's grown. And I keep thinking like, do the girls want to work for Piggy Paint? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, well, um, yeah, my oldest, she just went to a show with me not so long ago in Philadelphia, and that was really fun. I mean, they've been to stuff, you know, they've grown up here, and um, they spent a lot of time in the summers here in the warehouse playing with boxes and climbing, and, you know, I remember um, when when Macy, my youngest, was, she was such a climber and a monkey, so there'd be all the time people come to my office and say, Melanie, Macy's really high in the warehouse. <laughs> on the boxes. Okay. It made everybody else more, more nervous. Macy's than me, really but... high up there. <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. So it's been fun. You know, like I said, I started in my basement and then we've moved, um, I think four moves after that, just as we've grown and as we've added people and, you know, because we're a small business too, you know, positions, we kind of need uh, somebody to have, you know, an open mind, a broad skill set, and just because things shift, you know, maybe mm-hmm. what we thought we needed as a position is not exactly how it turned out. So then, you know, you bring on other responsibilities. And so it's always evolving, it's always changing. And um, we have my dad retired and um, started working here. And I just love it. I mean, I've never, I haven't lived by my parents since, um, you know, I was in high school. So we've always been apart. So it's just, it's a huge blessing to be able to walk out in the warehouse and see my dad and have lunch with him every day. And he, he brings veggies for me. He cuts them up and brings them for lunch every day. I just just love that so much. Yeah. I think starting, I, you know, you always have these dreams of, oh, it'd be so cool if, you know, my parents could retire and, and come be a part of it. And my mom, she does stuff too. Um, she does a lot of stuff at home with COVID, but um, it's just, it's here. And it's like, yeah. wow, yeah, it, we yeah. did it. Yeah. I always think sometimes it takes like an interview or a podcast or like something to like, to be like, oh yeah, it's like happening, you know? And like, it's happening and I need to like embrace every Right. Yeah. Like what a joy to get to like be surrounded by family and your parents and, you know, have them just be a part of like the legacy that you're building is just so incredible. It it is. And everybody here, I think that's, you know, we're 13 years in and um, I've really just developed such a passion for loving on our piggy paint family. I mean, we have just so many incredible people that it really is truly a family. And it's, I, I love coming to work. I love being with them and um, it's just a wonderful community. That's so beautiful. Um, So where do you see piggy paint going in the next like five, 10 years? Well, I think um, we hit in a lot of different markets. So I'd really like to, you know, expand on all those markets mm-hmm. and then um, expand our international distribution as well. Yeah. So it's, yeah, there's always, there's always stuff to do and there's always, you know, add-ons. Like we have a hair care line for kids now called Rock the Locks. And, you know, it's just an extension. It's, you know, clean ingredients and really fun bold packaging for kids and have an adult line. So just expanding out on new ideas too is always fun. Yeah. I got to get some of the hair care stuff. My daughter's got super long hair. We haven't cut it yet. She's four and it's, oh, I'm like, can we brush this hair? <laughs> Please. 
just like a once a week. Now I've started this whole, I'm like princesses brush their hair and they braid it. And then it stays nice for longer and it gets wavy. And she's like, now she's all into like, okay, let's princess my hair. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's super smart. I love yeah, so whatever to get it done, you know? Um, okay. So before we wrap up, um, what is, what do you think is the accomplishment that you're most proud of? in the business and just kind of over the last 13 years? Well, I think, um, I think I really, you know, having two girls, I've really tried to model that if you work hard and, you know, Mm -hmm. and you have the confidence and boldness to be able to just, you know, just go for whatever you want. And it's, um, I really do feel like that the ages that they are now that I've, um, I think I've been a good role model and I'm excited to see what they do, what they choose to do with their lives. And, um, and then also the people here. I mean, I, I like thinking about it. I, I get teary because I do love everyone here and it's, it's really awesome to be able to have people from diverse backgrounds and, um, come together, um, and love each other. So, yeah, yeah. you're doing a fantastic job. I love watching your journey. I love using your products. I can't wait to see where it all goes in the next couple of years. And thank you so much for sharing on today's episode. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. You're welcome. <laughs>